my fellow free below sovereign thinkers. Thank you for tuning to LLG Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from beautiful realms upon Earth. Today's date is Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. This is 1535 episode. <laughs> or episode 1535. It's entitled Gun Rights, Fundamental Freedoms, or Government Granted Privileges, and Setting a Foundation. The Virginia Declaration of Rights. Before I proceed, you can find me on multiple social media sites and podcast channels. Furthermore, if you want to contact me, go to number 3 at protonmail.com. If you want to donate, you can go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash number 3 And even I'm on Telegram, just look up Loki Luck number 3 Roman number 3 podcast. So, just to clarify everything on those social media sites and podcast channels, you can just Type in Lucky Luck number three, Lucky Luck Roman number three, or which are three eyes, or Lucky Luck Roman number three podcast. Okay, so man, I'm just like flip flopping here and there, like good grief. <laughs> but that's okay. It's time of the morning, but I hope everyone's doing well. And have a happy flag day, by the way. And of course, President Trump's birthday is today. See, he turned 76. Yeah, 76. Wow, time flies, right? So, um, yeah, so I'm just like browsing around as usual and uh, looking at a couple, watching, I was like watching some Italian westerns, so it was pretty interesting, like Django uh, series, you know, they have stuff on Django, multiple movies on them, and um, that's what Django Untamed actually was a cult classic, so something like uh, Quentin Tarantino. Wanna carry that torch, it's tradition, right? Okay, cool. So I'm like here on a uh, censor.news, and it's funny because like after from natural news here, after repeatedly denying the existence of Ukrainian biolabs, Pentagon finally admits to running forty-six of them. Hmm. Yeah, the battle of the factions, right? Who's the bad guy? Yeah, when it comes to government, you never trust them, folks. Remember that. So don't don't doesn't matter who's in there. And of course, um, UK police virtual signal with tweets showing them raising a pride flag and threatening to arrest anyone by administration coordinated migrant invasion of the US by shipping illegal legals deeper into country. Yeah, but probably a lot of music for sex trafficking too. Alright, well, so let's see three Indian playback singers dead after COVID vaccination. Mysterious hepatitis in children continues to spread around the world. And former PA congressman pleads guilty to committing vote fraud in five elections. Hmm, so it does exist. And of course, they send the J6, like J6 committee there is saying, oh yeah, it's all legal, it's all good, I don't know what they're talking about. The 2,000 mules is just a hoax. Yeah, of course, even William Barr, which, you know, I petitioned no on, on him as attorney general because he's pro-big government, pro-ATF. Remember the Randy Reaver case? The late Randy Reaver, the whole, um... Oh, man, I, just, I always forget things at times. Sorry about that. Ruby Ridge, to be exact. And, of course, there was a controversy with Randy Reaver himself, according to people who used to live in that community. So I'll just leave it at that. Even though... Even though he was probably real... Um, I say derisive individual, according to them, the neighbors themselves, what happened to him and his family were wrong. Okay, so I'll just, uh, I'll be very fair on that. 
So, um, of course, here on Breitbart, show mistrial, January 6th, chair says no criminal referral of Trump after all Liz Cheney disagrees. I don't like to be just, but her father is a, the greatest patriot ever. All oh, hold hands and sing God bless the Patriot Act. Being a CF, being a, 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 a father who's a CFR member is very good for America. Who am I? Liz Cheney. What a projective hack, right? All right, this is blacklisted news. Oops. Patriot Front member was arrested in Idaho carrying a megaphone marked with FBI on it. <laughs> oh, someone got so sensitive. Uh, and uh, I was watching a video, too, on um, it was uh, the time with the whole vaccine thing. And there was like some interesting elements in there that was coming out of people's bodies, even including the mortician and the funeral director. And even Dr. Jane Ruby brought this to the people's attention, too. And I was, I keep, I was keeping tabs on these things. Nanotechnology at its finest. Oh, yeah, the vaccines are good. Do your research. Yeah. They don't want to tell you that, folks. They don't want to give you all the deceptive rhetoric. All right. Biden introduced Japanese American rights activists as Karen Nagasaki. Mexico president slams in mortal NATO proxy war in Ukraine. Of course, Zelensky vows to take Donbass and Crimea. Hmm. Yeah, well, go good luck on that, poser. And um, of course, it says here about um, lockdowns, net zero ESG policies won't stop climate change; they will destroy lives. That's from uh, the expose. You should check that out. Vaccine injuries of Justin Bieber, COVID nineteen vaccine and moxie, monkeypox connection. Yeah, I know that. I'm not a Justin Bieber fan, but if that's the case, you know, hope hope for full recovery, even though I'm not a fan of his music. And um, let me see. I'm just looking down here. Just, just browsing through. Paul Pelosi's drunken mugshot finally released to the public. There's a lot of strong accusations against him, but we'll see how far this thing goes. I'm not going to jump to conclusions. As far as I'm concerned, we should uh, indict Nancy Pelosi for treason. She is a traitor's hack. All right. And um, let's see here. Is that World Net Daily? These were, okay, that's Justin Bieber. Sex reassignment, drugs increase, suicide risk of studies confirmed. And uh, witch hunt propaganda committee and what it pretends, of course. Wuhan lab isolated. Cosinative agent of virus closely related to monkeypox. That's from National Pulse. This is from Epoch Times. 80-year-old Navy veteran dreams of planting flags at Snelling Cemetery to honor parents. Then he gets his day. That's cool. Insider shows privileges of Shanghai elite during city's lockdown. Teacher, teaching, uh, teacher Association raises alarm bells as top educated students continue to flee Hong Kong. All right, so that's right from the Epoch Times. And um, this is what the conservative tribute has to say here. Menacing Supreme Court justice is already a crime, but politicians who encourage the intimidation have a way around. Liberty for me, but none for thee. And, of course, we got here in the LifeSite News, doctors baffled by mysterious new sudden death syndrome killing healthy young people. Of course, it's called SADS. So um, this is what... Uh, Oh, right here, breaking. Our uh, hair came out yesterday. 
Right, um, Canada's COVID travel vaccine mandate will soon be lifted. Of course, you got a congressman calling out Trudeau. Well, Trudeau sucks anyway, another poser. Bend over Bob to the New World Order. Big League politics, parents wake up coordinated inappropriate adult LGBTQ themes aimed directly at our kids. And I'll be very frank. There's people within that community are a little pissed off about it. Call them fruitcakes. These other particular fruitcakes in this group. You know, quacks, charlatans, and all that. And always support, you know, the rights, rights of an individual. But I'll be very honest. Folks in the gay community, they're not pretty pissed off what's going on in Washington, D.C. Don't be. Because you got a bunch of individuals out there flaunting. It doesn't represent the entire um, entire group. So always beware of the collective witch hunting on that. So um, I could uh, I could be very sincere, very sincere because I've worked in these areas, these shows, Pryfest, all that, multiple for many years. I, I don't see, I never really got harassed. And was it cool about it because even some of the people who work at coordinators would say, look, Craig, if they, if they harass you by any means, we'll throw those bitches or tramps out of here. And they'll do it. They have fun, but they don't violate. And what's, what I see here, with some of the videos I've seen and some of the rhetoric, is like Twilight Zone. So, um, yeah, I have a bone to pick with on those particular individuals. Mind-controlled hacks, okay? But not in a collective basis, but individuals that have these uh, draconian attributes. All right, so... Um, It says here, Anthony Sabatini demands political punishment for 10 Republican senators. And uh, New York spent more than $200,000 on dry clean story hours at public schools. Huh. Talk about extortion. And um, let's see here. I'm just looking right here. So this, is, this is what uh, Strange Sounds has. We have to beg God to send us water, chili, and late turns to desert. U.S. Megadraw, California farms and Bay Area cities ordered to stop delivering water from rivers. Manufactured weather in New Zealand has over 110,000 lightning strikes hit in a week of severe storms. There's footage on that. But there was a freak hailstorm. And uh, I'm just browsing through here. Now women can't get sanitary products in Biden's America. And um, is India the biggest winner of the Ukraine war? That's from the great John game, great game India. All right, so let's see our just news. U.S. future increased slightly ahead of opening bell after SP 500 slid Monday into bear market zone. So, oh yeah. YouTuber boxer Jake Paul slams Biden's Biden accomplishments. Very funny indeed. And it says, this is here from CD Media. Flashback, the Office, Office of Ukrainian Prosecutor General amid fund pays travel expenses for employees. Hmm. Okay, so they're all like coming to light here. Media campaign fitness is for right-wing extremists, Nazis, and fascists. Uh, so they want to be out of shape and 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 and, and, and walk around like a, like a penguin. Come on, these people. These people are so pathetic. 
know, so, um, and of course, I'll, I'll like going down here. Perfect storm approaches for violent, violence, perfect storm for violence approaches. All right, defund the police. Liberals was written to leave U.S. after Trump was elected. Things are so, are so Biden to Biden, they are fleeing. <laughs> I wonder why. We're ready for a post-Roe world, and we're going to win this, says a abortion, abortion clinic. And that one article, too, that one came from the New American. This one here before I read about the liberals threatening to leave the U.S., 100percentfedup.com. Yeah, so, um... I saw one too on Prince. I think it was Mr. or News Punch, one of those two. Yeah, Prince warns humanity about New World Order, plans for management of predatory vaccines in 1996. Yeah, it's interesting about him because I know a lot of folks out there who went on tour with him. He would just say he was a real arrogant man, a real douche, supposedly. But we have to know why. So, um, but others in personal, on a personal level, they say he was a very good guy. So he may redeem himself. He has his faults like everybody else. But it's very interesting because I remember him talking about the one world order as well. So, um, I'll be very fair. But I never really, I always hated hype when people try to shove this stuff, try to shove things down my throat. So during the 80s, I was never a big Prince fan anyway. I just like anything that is uh, trying to, like, you know, slam it down me, slam it on me. When they try to convince me or heavy persuade me or beseech me to listen to certain bands or groups or music, I'm going to revolt. That's always been my nature. I do things on my, on, on my um, terms, not theirs. So that's just how I see things. And I know I've been ranting here. Forgive me. But we're going to start off with this one article today. came from stream.org. And I was like um, on Facebook looking at some of the links. And someone actually someone posted this, which is a good article. And it's by John um, Zemirik. Zemirik, yeah. It says here, gun rights, fundamental freedoms, or government-granted privileges. This is what he has to say. Last week, I called out a writer from Fizzy... Con Ethics, Vigicon Ethics, and Public Policy Center for his misleading, muddled endorsement of red flag laws targeting law-abiding gun owners. He made a mistake of answering me on Twitter, employing a few talking points that I must have seemed clear to him at first. In doing so, he revealed an almost total ignorance of the laws he was advocating, what they would do, and what they implied. He gave lip service to the Second Amendment while advocating measures that would render it totally hollow, just as Jim Crow laws eviscerates the amendments guaranteed, guaranteeing black Americans full civil and voting rights and due process law. I'd like to stop from there, and there's a good video. I post this multiple times, but I encourage folks to go to the JPFO's website, jpfo.org, and look up No Guns for Negroes, Okay. Look it up, and, and you can probably find the same thing with No Guns for Jews. And what's good about this site, they're very educational. Even though Aaron Zellman passed, there are controversies that um, Gallup, Alan Gallup from the Second Amendment Foundation now runs it. 
And I understand both sides of the coin, of the, of the matter. However, he is um, try, at least trying to keep that legacy going, which is good, the tradition, and what Aaron Zellman stood for. So I encourage people to look up No Guns for Negroes on that, and um, you'd be surprised. So, but, and remember, the, even these Jim Crow laws, it goes way back when, and, and we're seeing it right now with, with these I call them Jim, uh, medical Jim Crow with the uh, vaccine mandates and so forth, okay? So just to uh, give, uh, give you an example, it's been, going, it's been this discriminatory practice has been going on for a very long time. All right, so I'm going to continue on here. For his benefit and everyone's, i like to restate the lessons I hope he heard in that engagement in a simple question and answer format. Perhaps you'll find it useful in answering canned talking points and un that unreflective citizens pick up from the blog sphere or the soft-headed Ned Flanders pastors with solid principle distinction based in constitutional natural law, okay? What is the fundamental right given by God, recognized by our government, and guaranteed by our Constitution? Such rights are those without which a human being is deprived of his proper dignity as an image of God. They are rights which are necessary for men to live fully and employ their God-given faculties, form families, support them, worship God, associate freely, pursue friendship, and take part in the public life of society. These rights also include which are necessary to resist violence, unjust coercion, and oppression. What is a privilege granted by the state, able to be revoked by the state when legitimate authorities see it, it as prudent? Those privileges include driving motorized vehicles on public roads, flying drones or aircraft, operating business that rely on the public enforcement of contracts, broadcasting on public airwaves, releasing pollutants into the ground, water or air. All these activities may be regulated and much more closely than the exercise of fundamental rights whether such regulation is wise or foolish, which is a proper matter for political debate. Are gun rights fundamental rights or privileges? Gun rights are fundamental rights, akin to the right of free speech, free exercise of religion, voting, jury trial, due process of law, and protection from warrantless searches, self-incrimination, or cruel and unusual punishment. Our Constitution enshrines gun rights for precisely this reason, and also back as a top protection against the rise of tyrannical government. As such, those which murdered 170 million civilians between 1900 and 1990, all of whom have been disarmed by their governments. We go a little bit, a little bit further than that until the end of the 20th century. Remember, uh, the Holocaust of Rwanda was 100 days, 100 days long, like 800 to a million people, non-combatants were slaughtered by their tyrannical governments, which is mainly ruled by the Hutu regime. So, tribalistic. All right, so I'm going to continue on here. Our founders made their reasons clear in the debates they had over the ratification of the Bill of Rights. As Stephen Holbrook documents in Founders' Second Amendment, our founders modeled the Second Amendment on a comparable tenet in the 1690 English Bill of Rights, which made clear that the connection of gun rights to religious liberty, no Second Amendment, no First. For a philosophical, historical, and biblical argument why our Christians, quest, uh, Christians must embrace gun rights, see the long essay published by the stream. Look it up, folks. Do flag law, red flag laws on gun ownership represents common sense measure, making the exercise of fundamental gun rights safer? No. 
Such laws treat fundamental rights with less respect than mere governmental privileges. It's much easier using red flag laws to renew the gun rights of an ex-boss, ex-spouse, or political enemy than it would be to get that person's liquor license or driver's license suspended. They short-circuit the due process of law and are designed to abuse, harass, and finally disarm law-abiding gun owners. They are unconstitutional shortcuts that hand arbitrary powers to hostile neighbors and biased judges. But we don't want prob um, probably violent or insane people handling weapons. Surely that's a legitimate restriction on a fundamental liberty. It is, and the laws already provide for it. Federal background checks deny guns to convicted felons and previously committed psychiatric parents. Sadly, such background checks often go unenforced for the instance when people like Hunter Biden lie on their applications or, and go unpunished. We certainly need to expand and improve mental health services and the increased use of short-term involuntary commitment of probably, provably unhinged citizens. This would, this would save due process of law or fundamental rights and probably some lives. Why did 10 Republican senators just sign on a uh, Democrat-led bill that encourages red flag laws nationwide? Because they are unprincipled cowards who care, who don't care about your freedom. Yes, and I'll say this. Anyone that support these red flag laws are less of a man than Benedict Arnold. Or less patriotic. We can use you, you make your own decision. <laughs> what sh what should I do if my senator is one of those ten? Let him know you will campaign against him in the next GOP primary. If he doesn't back down, that if he gets the nomination in the general election, you shall write Ashley Babbitt or Jake Gardner because rhinos are worse than Democrats. Why do Democrats really want your guns? So they can turn the U.S. into a place more like Eastern European or Eastern European Union or Canada, where they can outlaw homeschooling, imprison, impact, uh, imprison pastors, lock down citizens in their homes, and generally treat citizens not like human beings, but real calves. What else, they, um, what else did they want to put Kyle Rittenhouse in prison? Why else did they want to put Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse in prison? I'm sorry, folks. Because... He abused his guns, but because he used it properly in self-defense as our founders intended. And should I buy gun, guns and ammunition? Yes, stockpile both and never turn them in any more than you had handed over your Bible, your children, or your spouse to a triumphal government. This is quite literally the last hill to die on. And he is correct. Truth of the matter is, folks, You never trust the government. Alright? This is very... It's a fact. And it's our duty. That's our heritage in these United States. And you got these clowns out there on TV. I was watching the news yesterday. And it's, it's a comedy show. It's a comedy show. Even the local news. It's comical. I'm like, hi, I'm pathetic and a teleprompter reading fool and I will edit and make people think for me. I'll think for the people. And I see all these clowns out there protesting, you know, March for Our Lives. I call them the American edition of Children of the Khmer Rouge. If you get offended by it, who the hell cares? Let's give you the facts. Or my personal view.
because I study history on this, these things, my friends, and um, they are so desperate because people are waking up. It's a big spiritual, spiritual um, awakening. And I've been seeing this for a very long time. And of course, the order doesn't like it. And the little minions. We got to treat them like they are. Garbage. Ridicule them. Mock them when they speak. And you know, don't have to scream and yell or spaz out. Give them that love and kindness. When you call these fruitcakes out. They need a taste of their own medicine. They believe liberty for me, but none for thee. They're the ones that have this tyrannical mindset. They all, they all have armed guards. They don't want you in that position. They want to see you unprepared and cry for help, like under like the folks in Big City and that cartoon underdog, the sweet polypurebred syndrome. I defy this with the passion. It's unacceptable. And you don't have to be an NRA member to figure that one out. All you got to do is study the past. If you don't, you damn repeat it. But they want to sell you this recycled element called pus. Trying to infect us again and again and again. Drill it in our heads. Well, you know what? I'm to say this, they can stick it, as far as I'm concerned. And you know what? If you don't like it, leave. If you do this, do it in other countries, so move there. If you do it in Israel, move there. Tell the Israeli people, I can see some of these gino con people in Congress, rather than from the House or the Senate, like Chuck Schumer, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, technocratic Ted Deutsch. I want them to go to Israel and tell them you need tougher gun laws. You need a you need you need you need more restrictions. Huh. You need to be disarmed. They'll be they'll be they'll be sitting ducks. These really people will will mock them. Like how dare you try to contaminate our space? Bunch of posers that they are. That's why I call them ginos. Jew, Judaic, or Jewish in name only. And it's not being anti-Semitic either. And I digress. We have natural rights, period. Don't let these ungrateful psychic vampires tell you any different because they're lying to you. Even individuals that represent the Church of Hollywood. Well, that is it on that, um, on that article. So I'm going to do one more here. And this just came from the 10th Amendment Center. It came out on the 12th. And it says here, setting a foundation, the Virginia Declaration of Rights. It's written by Mike Meharry. On June 12, 1776, the House Virginia House of Burgess passes passed the Virginia Declaration of Rights. It is arguably the most important founding document that most people have never heard of. The Virginia Declaration of Rights laid the groundwork for both the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution. Most significantly, the first three sections establish a philosophical framework that supports the entire U.S. system of government. It declares that all men are by nature equally free and independent and have certain inherent rights, inherent rights, and that all power are vested in and consequently derived from the people, and that the community 
has an indubitable, inalienable, and indefeasible right to reform, alter, or abolish government in such a manner that shall be judged most conducive to the public weal. These ideas were related, reflected in the Declaration of Independence. History. Months before the 13 colonies approved the Declaration of Independence, Virginia was already operating as a free and independent state. The colonial governor fled in January 1776 after the burning of Norfolk. In his absence, the governor's council, the upper house of the colonial legislature, and the house of Burgess, Burgesses dissolved themselves into a, into a convention under the authority of the people and assumed control over colonial affairs. On May 15, 1776, a convention declared Virginia a free and independent state, absolved from all allegiance to or dependent upon the Crown or Parliament of Great Britain. The resolution included three action steps, drafting a Declaration of Rights, drafting the Constitution, along with establishing confederated relationships with other colonies and treaty relationships with other countries. Historian Kevin Gutsman wrote that the entire process drew from presidents set during Britain's glorious revolution. But it says here, quote, self-consciously following the example of Britain's glorious revolution in which the Declaration of Rights had been the condition of William and Mary's joint assumption of the English monarchy. The Virginians put their fundamental statement of political principles first and then adopted the constitution that would implement it. Virginians thought of their colony as an independent from that point. Unquote. The convention formed a committee headed by George Mason to draft the Declaration of Rights. Mason drew and ex formed and expanded the, on existing English political thought. A close reading of the Declaration reveals influence, including the English Bill of Rights, 1689, and the writings of John Locke. He begins by establishing the philosophical foundations of government, including separation of powers, and then outlines several specific individual rights, including many that were reflected in the U.S. Constitution's Bill of Rights. The document affirms the right to a jury trial, protection from excessive bails, fines and bail, a ban on governmental war warrants that authorize searches without facts, freedom of the press, and the subordination of the militia to a civil authority. James Madison penned the final article declaring that religion or the duty which we owe to our creator and the manner of discharging it can be directed only by reason and conviction, not by force or violence, and therefore all men are equally entitled to their free excess of religion according to the dictates of conscience. Well, the quotes there from religion to conscience, so just leave. So sorry about that. The convention adopted the Declaration of Rights on June 12, 1776. Gusman writes, quote, the influence of the Virginia Declaration of Rights would be hard to exaggerate. Here's another quote here. Many of his provisions were used in other states. Thomas Jefferson, helping Frenchmen draft the revolution, the Declaration of Rights of Man and Citizen, saw it to it saw to it that some Virginia provisions were essentially translated into that document. From France, their language made its way to the char charters of several Franc Franc Francophone countries and eventually into the United Nations version. From there, it would be transplanted into yet more countries, unquote. A revolution of thought. In fact, the Virginia Declaration of Rights reflected a revolution of thought. It turned the established British concept, conception of government on its head. When people 
Today, talk about the American Revolution. They generally mean the fight with England, but there were more. There was a more fundamental revolution that began long before the first shot was fired and ultimately drove the American colonists to seek independence. A revolution of thought that radically altered the conception of sovereignty. The Virginia Declaration of Rights articulated these ideas. Remember, they had the information war even back then. This is Thomas Paine did on common sense. Info information wars do exist even way back when. In an 1818 letter to Hezekiah Niles, John Adams described the American Revolution in such terms. It was a quote, but what, do, what, but what do we mean by the American Revolution? Do we mean the American War? The revolution was effected before the war commenced. The revolution was in the minds and the hearts of the people. A change in their religious sentiments of their duties and obligations. This radical change in the principles, opinions, sentiments, and the affections of the people was the real American Revolution, unquote. This fundamental change in thought relates to the concept of sovereignty, the question of who holds the ultimate um, power and authority within a political society. And um, in the British system, the king in parliament was considered a sovereign. In effect, parliament was a sovereign with the king serving as the arm to put his power into action. In years leading up to the revolution, Americans started to question the concept conception of political power. They began to think of a constitution as something that exists above the government. The colonists began to reject the idea that government formed the constitution. And instead, it can, can uh, conceive the constitution as something that binds government. They used these kinds of constitutional arguments when challenging British authority, asserting they had long-standing, well-established constitutional rights that the King and, King and Parliament were violating. We see this shift in the first several articles of the Virginia Declaration of Rights, particularly Section 2, declaring, quote, that all power vested is in, that all power is vested in and consequently derived from the people, that magistrates are their trustees and servants, and at all times amenable, amenable to them, unquote. This was reflected in the Declaration of Independence. Quote, to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, derived from their just powers, from the consent of the governed, unquote. The Declaration of Rights makes clear the importance of firmly stating our principles and stating and, and placing limits on government. The question then becomes, how do you enforce them? Absolutely. And this is why we always have to keep these vultures on their toes. They're not entitlements, they're servants. We won't have to listen to them. But there's a really good history lesson here. Because you could say, legally, they're the first colonies actually secede from Great Britain. <laughs> Very interesting. But um, something I learned too, by the way, which is pretty damn cool. I thank Mike Meharry for putting this out. I always encourage people to check out 10th Amendment Center. And uh, if, you can be, if you can subscribe, donate, it'd be great. This is what we do. We all, like, like to share information to get you guys to think. Observe responsibly. But one thing I gotta say about the Virginia Declaration of Rights. Very inspiring. I do like it. And like I said, if you don't learn from the past, but then repeat it, folks. So always stay vigilant, never trust the government, and preserve your principles under natural law.
And that will be it. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share us throughout your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, or something interesting you want to check out, whatever you do, please hit a correspondence with the quorum. Furthermore, I leave the footnotes of these articles on my page. If you want to contact me, go to luckylucknumbers03 at protemail.com. If you're going to donate, you can hit me at paypal.me or cash.app forward slash luckylucknumber3. If you want to support stream.org, you can donate there. Or the 10th Amendment Center, that'd be great. I might have to look up, uh, check on what that site the stream does. Like I, just, I just found this out today, and it's pretty damn cool. So, um, like I said, folks, knowledge is power. Ignorance is enslavement. Deep down inside, you know I'm right. Okay, once again, thank you for your time. But always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love. And may your guardian spirits be with you.